0: Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast with Rob Schallenberger. You're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you transform your life and achieve results that otherwise would have seemed difficult or even impossible. In each episode, you'll learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals. Rob is a best-selling author, former F-16 fighter pilot, Air Force One advance agent, world-renowned keynote speaker and corporate trainer who's trained Fortune 500 companies around the world, executive coach, father of four, and the CEO of Becoming Your Best Global Leadership. Now, here is Rob Schallenberger.
1: All right, welcome to the Becoming Your Best family wherever you are in the world. I just love these podcasts because the reality is it's kind of like we're sitting across from each other. Uh, and it stretches all over the world, literally, from Europe to Africa to the Philippines, throughout the United States and Canada, uh, Australia. And it, it's just a great experience to be able to reach out and and almost feel like we're having a conversation. Well, today's podcast is going to be relatively short, 10 to 15 minutes, and hopefully something that's really powerful as well that can have a significant impact in your personal life and with your business and I compliment you, first of all, for listening to these podcasts. It already shows what type of person you are. An action taker, a person who invests in themselves. And, and I've reflected this morning on some of the places that I've been in the last few weeks and what I should share in this podcast. And having been to New York and Seattle and Dallas and Phoenix and these different companies and seeing the impact the 12 principles can have not only in an organization and also in someone's personal life. That's the real power in those 12 principles is it can impact a relationship, it can help you achieve your dreams, when you really start to focus on how do you master those 12 principles within your life and within your teams. And having seen the impact, I really just wanted to zero in on one of those this morning that sometimes at first raises eyebrows, but then very quickly we realize, wow, what a powerful principle that actually is, and it's live the golden rule. And, and a bank vice president recently said, when we were sitting at lunch, he said, you know what I realized today? is there's not a single silver bullet of success in leadership. In other words, it's a combination of things that create excellence. So as a leader, whether you're talking about a leader in the home or in the business, you might have a very powerful vision. You might have a great plan on how you're going to make that vision a reality. You may stay focused on prioritizing your time. And all of that's great, and it's key to being successful. That's the first three principles. However, if we walk on top of people, if we neglect people, if we don't treat them right along the way, the plan's going to fall short. It's not going to be nearly as successful as it would have been otherwise. And that's why this principle is so powerful, and it's one of the first things and first principles in the area of focusing on teams and relationships. And remember where these came from. We've interviewed hundreds of people asking, what sets you apart? What makes you so different? And over and over, these were the answers they would give us. Well, they have a personal vision. They have a plan. And this came up all the time. They learned early on that they had to treat people right. And so let me just give you three quick tips. Both of these, or these three tips can be used both personally and professionally, and that's the real power in them, is it's thinking, how does this apply to you? So here's number one, and that is to be a duck. <laughs> as simple as this may sound, I want you to think about how many times have you been offended in your life? In other words, how many times has someone really wronged you? Maybe it was someone within your own family. Maybe it was a close friend at one time, and they wronged you in some way. Maybe it was a a competitor, a coworker. Think about how many times that's happened to you and how hard is it to shake that when it happens? I mean, sometimes it can stay on your mind for days and weeks and it can even trap people in this emotional uh, vortex for years. Uh, And it's really up to each one of us to be a duck. And what I mean by that is what happens when you throw water onto a duck? Well, it just rolls right off of its back, doesn't it? And someone said that years ago, they just said, hey, you know what, in life, learn to be a duck. And when someone says something that offends you, uh, when someone doesn't treat you right, they do something that truly wrongs you, well, you have a choice. Either we can let it absorb and consume us, or like water on a duck, we can let it roll off our backs and move on. And it really is our individual choice. And what's interesting is you're going to find that the more successful you are, whether you define that as money, however you define that, the more successful you are, you're going to get some great loyal people on the way who want to help accelerate that success. At the same time, you're going to get more critics. It's just the natural ebb and flow of things. And so think about this. A dog never barks at a parked car. (laughs) And so if you have people out there periodically raising up and, and going after you in some form or fashion, you know what, maybe that's a good indicator that you're moving, that the car is actually moving forward. Those are the cars that dogs go after, right? They bark at the moving cars. So maybe that's even a compliment to you if you look at it it that way. So number one is to be a duck. When things happen, and they will, they're going to happen to everyone, let them roll off of our back just like water does on a duck. Don't let them consume our lives and get caught in this vortex of negativity and, and this dark world because it can happen, right, if you let it. So that's number one. Number two is how do you treat other people? And how do we treat other people here? In my opinion, this is the true measure of this principle. How do we treat other people who can do nothing for us in return? It's a lot easier to treat someone kindly when they can either give us money, do something back for us. That's great. Well, how do we treat people who absolutely can offer us nothing in return? And one of the things that is interesting is the more we serve others, the more we tend to find ourselves. And so I'm inviting you on this podcast to. Think about ways that you can serve others, especially those who can do nothing for you in return. So what are some ideas and ways that you can do that? Here's one example. I'm walking through the Miami airport a few months ago, and and I'm thinking about the things that I needed to do the rest of the afternoon that evening. And And just as a side note here, one of the things that happens is when a person really starts to center and focus on the 12 principles of highly successful leaders— There becomes this shift from transactional thinking, in other words, just exchanging information, getting the job done, to transformational thinking. In other words, how do you make something better as a result of interacting with it? So as I'm thinking about this concept of the 12 principles and transformational versus transactional, I pass this janitor in the airport, and it's just him and I in the hallway. Nobody else is there. And I thought, you know what? Let's live what we talk about here. So I looked over at him. And just simply said, you know what, thank you so much for taking care of this airport. It looks immaculate, and it wouldn't be the same without you, so thank you. And as I said that, he got this big old smile on his face, and he's like, wow, no one ever says that to me. (laughs) And who was the true benefactor that day? Well, maybe it helped him in some small way. Truly, the benefactor was myself. It changed the way I felt about the day. Suddenly, I went from just this transactional day to feeling on cloud nine. And how long did that take? It took probably 10 to 15 seconds. So here are some other ideas. Who could you write a special note to this week? Just telling them that you appreciate them. Who could you call and wish a happy birthday to this week? Maybe it's taking out someone's garbage can for them. Maybe it's something as dramatic as mowing a lawn. Uh, Just giving someone an email or sending them an email, giving them a phone call, telling them how much you appreciate them. Uh, You know, another fun idea that I heard, and we actually tried this, is to make little homeless bags. Uh, All of us see this. There are plenty of homeless people on the streets. Well, instead of just driving by uh, and not doing anything, uh, maybe six to eight months ago, we decided to make these little homeless bags. And so in it, it had a couple of granola bars, a couple of snacks, and then we typed up this nice message and each member of our family signed it. It was just a little message of encouragement to help boost their day. And we went out and delivered those homeless bags. And it was kind of fun. I you know, I hope they appreciated it. If nothing else, it certainly made our day. So, my second invitation is to do three acts of kindness each day this week. They could be simple. I mean, you could knock these 3 out within 5 minutes. The point is to do something. And that's part of living the golden rule. So number 1 is to be a duck. Let things roll off of our backs. Number 2, Really focus on being transformational and serving others. At least three acts of kindness this week. And I'd even up the ante and go with three acts of kindness per day. Start with your family. Start with some of your friends and coworkers, maybe your clients, and expand outward from there and see what happens. See how you feel inside. This is a way to transform your life. If you ever feel like you're in a funk, (laughs) and think about this. How many times have you felt that? How many times have you felt like, man, I just don't want to get up today? Try serving someone And see how that flips around your day. It's a very powerful approach. And the last step on this call, and this is one really focused on a business, is focusing and prioritizing the customer experience. There's a great statistic that says companies that prioritize, and I love that word, prioritize. In other words, hey, this is your main focus. Companies that prioritize the customer experience will realize 60% higher profits than their competitors. Think about Disney. Think about Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. I was with the Dallas Cowboys last week, and this has been a big shift as they're focusing on the customer experience. If you've ever been in their stadium, that's not just a stadium, that's an experience. (laughs) And so, how can you create that customer experience for your customers? And I love the why. Why is that important? Well, you can have satisfied customers or you can have loyal customers. And everybody out there should be focusing on loyal customers, not just satisfied customers. And you think about why is that the case? Well, what will a loyal customer do that a satisfied customer may not do? Ponder that for a second. A loyal customer is going to talk about you with other people. They're going to forgive your mistakes. You know what? We all make mistakes in business, right? You make that mistake, a satisfied customer may just go to the next company in line. A loyal customer will forgive you and oftentimes even help you through that. They tend to sort through that and they give you the benefit of the doubt. And so what we're focused on is how do you develop loyal customers so that you can realize 60% higher profits than your competitors. And so here's one invitation. I'd invite you to sit down with your team this week, whoever whoever the key members are of your team, and take just maybe five to 15 minutes and brainstorm ways that you can create the customer experience. And I've seen all kinds of things from buying a car wash for each person, for one of your key clients, each member of their office. Uh, Even sending a person there to wash their cars at the office. You could buy all of the members of that office lunch. And by the way, while you're thinking of these, there's really two types of customers, isn't there? There's the internal customer, which are your coworkers, your employees, and there's the external customer. You know, the true client, the true customer outside the company. And man, if you want to create a customer experience for the external customer, then we certainly have to create it for the internal customer first. Because our employees, our coworkers, will reflect out how they feel, not only about the company, but about you and life, right? So if you can lift up the internal customers, your employees and coworkers, they tend to spread that out throughout your clientele to your other customers. And so here are a couple simple things. Anyone can do these right now. This should be a part of a part of the standards in any culture and any organization. And that is number one. Learn people's first names. You know the number one people, the number one word people love to hear? Their first name. <laughs> Smile when you interact with others. Anybody who has a customer service department, this should be one of the standards. When you pick up the phone, you're smiling. Some call it smiling and dialing. <laughs> the point is that when you're talking with someone on the other end of the phone, can you tell whether they're smiling or not? Of course you can. You can feel it, right? And so that should be one of the standards of excellence within any team is when we talk on the phone, we smile. And the next is that we truly listen to them, uh, that we don't just try to problem solve, that we don't just try to get right to it, but actually listen to what they're telling you. And if they have a need, a concern, or a want, really make sure that we're focused on that need and concern. And that's really a separate date. That now brings in the next principle, which is to be an effective communicator and how to do that. And the last is to own an issue. So how have you felt when you've called a customer service rep in the past for any organization, you're on hold for 15 minutes, and after all that time, you finally get to talk with someone and they say, oh, yeah, that's not my job. (laughs) That just makes you about want to go ballistic, doesn't it? So own the issue versus, you know, rather than having someone say, that's not my job, the culture should be, you know what, I don't normally handle that, but you've been on hold. Let's get this solved for you so that you can use your time for other things I'm going to make sure that we get so-and-so on the phone. So let me do a three-way call so that we don't lose you. And by the way, do you mind if I just get your name and phone number so that in case we get disconnected, I can call you right back. And that way you're taking care of the customer. There's no, yeah, that's not my job, but it's a culture of owning the issue. And that's a huge deal in organizations. It's part of what creates that accountability. And then separately, you can come up with all kinds of things, calling people on their birthdays, handwriting Uh, handwritten notes to your key clients and customers. Uh, One, do you even know their birthdays? Think about that. Two, what are you doing for their birthdays? And then when you get together your team and you brainstorm those different ideas, capture them and develop some action items that you will actually implement over the course of the next three months. Remember the statistic. Companies that prioritize the customer experience will realize 60% higher profits than their competitors. That should cause all of us to sit up and ask, how are we prioritizing the customer experience in our organizations. And that's part of living the golden rule. This is just a simple summary. So number one, be a duck. (laughs) When people offend you, when they attack you, let it roll off your back. Deal with it and address it and move on. Don't hold grudges. Forgive when you need to forgive and move on. Uh, Number two is to focus on doing three acts of kindness this week. And I'd even up that ante like I did earlier and ask that you do three acts of kindness per day. Start with your family, your friends, your coworkers, and move out from there. And then lastly is with your team this week, sit down and ask how can you with your organization prioritize the customer experience and see what happens as you start to lose your life in the service of others. That's when we actually tend to find ourselves. Be happier. Uh, we have joy in our lives when we serve others. It's, a, it's an interesting dichotomy there. Now, one of the other questions that I've been asked several times recently is, is how can you get more on these principles what impact can it have towards helping you achieve your dreams well twice a year there's a breakthrough leadership conference out in utah near park city usually it's done in the spring so you get the beautiful green the blossoming flowers and then it's done again in the fall so you have all the orange fiery mountains as all the colors are changing in the mountains and you have that first snow for you that want to really accelerate towards achieving your dreams faster this is a great opportunity it's two days exclusively focused on you and how you're going to accomplish those dreams. A lot of people would say, you know, I'm too busy. Oh, it's an expense. The few who have an incredible life-changing experience are the ones who see it as an investment of their time, an investment of their money. And why wouldn't you invest something if you know it's going to pay a huge dividend? And for those who have spouses, it's an incredible opportunity to bring your spouse and see what impact it might have on you. So this podcast has just been focusing on one of those 12 principles. What impact would it have on our lives? If we did just the things from this podcast, focusing on serving others and lifting wherever we go, it's really a life changer, that one in and of itself. Now you combine that with the other 11, and it can have an incredible impact on being transformational in the home and in the workplace. So again, we want to thank all of our BYB family throughout the world. Uh, It's you who makes this possible, and one person can make a difference in this journey. You never know when you're going to be that one person to someone else. So let's go out there this week and have a great and fabulous week.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Becoming Your Best podcast. We want to know what your big takeaways were, so head on over to becomingyourbest.com, and you can find all the information about the podcast right there, as well as the show notes page, where we'd love to hear what you thought about each and every single episode. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a rating and review. A rating interview is by far the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because it helps other people find out about the show and decide if this is the podcast for them. So now it's all in your hands. It's time for you to go out there to take action and truly start becoming your best.